0: start we um, are learning today the tzadik the zain which is the gemara for the second day yom the Mishnah on Tsadiq hey talks about a widow as long as she did not collect she she's still entitled to uh, to be provided for and um, to you know to sustain herself but in return all her earnings go to the to the heirs because um to the yisaimim, it's only fair, just like the father would have been alive. But on the other hand, they don't have to pay for her burial rights because the burial rights that comes in lieu of the k'suvah when the wife dies, the, the husband yasha's the k'suvah, so he should pay for her funeral. However, because when she, um, if, if the husband dies and then she dies, the yisaimim of the husband do not collect the k'suvah. It's only her children who get the k'suvah, so they don't have to pay for her uh, funeral. Okay, that's basically what the Mishnah says. <clears throat> so we are up to the Gemara he name Rav So they asked Rav uh, Sheishahs a question. So she, the almana, the widow is entitled to sell different fields, different properties, and which that Sadiq talks about that she sells some properties either to receive part a partial payment of aksuva, or she sells it in order to have food to sustain herself. Now we're going to learn in the, in, in the Mishnah later that, uh, according to the halacha, even if she sold off, uh, she received part of a ksuvah payment, if she did not receive the entire ksuvah payment, she's still entitled to provisions to mezunahs. So she can sell a field, some for ksuvah, some for mezunahs. And there's one difference that if they run out of food, if they run out of money, if the family runs out of money, there's no assets anymore. You cannot go to people who purchased the prior land and and seize it from them in order to cover her provisions. But to pay her, you can. You go to the Shabadim and you take away from them to pay her. K'suvah. So, says so the Gemara here the following question Let's say she sold a field. In order to have money for the family so that they can give her food. What happens eventually? She wants to collect her, but she sold the last property. There's nothing left anymore. So now she goes to one of these purchasers to seize the property, to seize the property back, but to pay out her. That's the question. The question is based on Rabbi Yisir. Rabbi Issa once said, that the, if a, a almana sells properties and that property, the purchase bought a property, and then eventually gets taken away from it for some reason, the, the responsibility lies on the orphans, not on the widow herself, because she is there as an agent of the orphans. the same thing with a bezdin sells some of the properties of the orphans, and they sell it with a, with a guarantee. Iasma again if they if the purchasers lose the property, they go back to the orphans to get reimbursed. Now <clears throat> my so what's the din? The Almana sold a property. She sold a piece of land in order to for the Usaimi to have money to pay her to give her food. And then she just she sells another, then she goes to there's no the land to sell. She goes back and seizes that same property back to cover her. Xula. What happens in this case can the buyer say hey you can't come and take it back from me you sold it to me or not mine and the question is follows Kim since who is who's given the guarantee the orphans so therefore tarfa she can take it right back it's not, her, it's not her she's not it's a loan a debt to the orphans and the orphans can't pay her out her so therefore you can go to the to the purchaser and say now it's I'm taking it back in order to cover my sugar. It's not my debt. This is a debt for the Islamim. I'm taking it back. Or perhaps they can say, one second. Matzi Amla, the purchase can say, that uh, true that you're not responsible as the orphans, but not if you're the one who's causing us the trouble. You want to take the property away. You're the one who sold to us, and now you want to come and take the very property away. You can't do that the to the student. we learned it. It says, She can continue selling in selling down. This was said in the brisa. She can continue selling the assets of the yusaimim mm-hmm. up to and, and make sure you leave at least one property equal to the ksuvah. What does that sound like? The Samachla. and that and that property she relies on to get her paid. Now, she uh, takes min she relies on that to get the silver from that property. Now, isn't that clear? Why, did she, why does she have to make sure there's still one property left for her to collect the silver? It sounds clear. If there's a property left, she can collect the silver. But let's say she sold all the assets. She then cannot return and take them back to pay her silver. That's what it seems. Says that's not, that's not compelling because I can argue maybe we're just giving advice. To um, you, you don't want to be known, you don't want to have, you don't want your name to be tarnished. The l- so people call you like an Indian giver. Here you sell a property a Zaynus, the next day you come and take it back in the, in the name of a Ksulid. You will have a terrible reputation. So we're just giving advice. Why don't you make sure you leave a few pieces of land, to of land with the same and that's where you will collect your Ksulid. doesn't mean that that's the halakha, maybe just a good idea. Says, so you want to know if all it is is a good advice. Let it just say, make sure you leave a property and you'll collect from that parcel. My What are these additional words where you say that she relies on it? And a the only time that she can get reimbursed, she can collect for her is if there's some assets left, free assets left by the Yisayim. She has no free assets left. She cannot go back to the very people that she sold the property to with a guarantee and then take it right back in the name of a silver. Because they said that we, we accepted the guarantee from other strangers, not if you yourself or the person is going to take it back from us. Okay, Boilu, we have an easy question. What happens, Zobin, what happens if some, was Zabin, somebody sold a property, it turned out to be evil. it's Somebody sold a property, but they do not need the money. In other words, um, um, we'll have there. Generally, there's three different levels. One is, if somebody, more condition talks about it, somebody sells a house and because he's moving to Israel. And then a war broke out, a COVID broke out, and that's it, nobody can move to Israel. So we say the sale falls apart, he gets his money, he gets his house back. And why is that? Even though he didn't spell it out, because everyone knew exactly why he's selling it. Otherwise, there's no reason for him to sell it. So therefore, it becomes unraveled. It's not called devorim shabalev, something that's in your mind, because it's clear what it is. Then we have over here, where people are aware what why you're selling it. You want to buy a business or something, so therefore, you're, you're selling it. And, and Rashi just says, we know, word is out there, we know. Or, in case of ads, that you actually told, you didn't make it conditional, you just told us the, the, in the course of the conversation, you told the buyer, I'm selling this because I want to buy into this and in this, in this person's business. I want to buy some cows. And then that, that business fellow, the, 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 the opportunity disappeared. They turned to their, the, whatever, the business partners decided not to go ahead. So again, here, because you revealed to us exactly why you're doing it so then we say that it falls apart but when then you get your money back but if let's say it's something which is not so obvious then just because you thought about it the reason why i'm selling it is in this if it doesn't work out you can't get your money back then you have to make conditions you have to say tonight i'm selling to you on the condition this and this happens but if it doesn't happen then i want my money back then you have to spell it out so there's three levels one which is Everyone knows why, and it's clear 100% that the only reason you're forced to sell is because you're moving to Israel. The second one is that you know, you're know you not forced to do anything, but you told us that you, you're selling it. You didn't make it conditional, but you told us why you're selling. So, therefore, we say that, um, as we'll see in the Gemara, that, if, you, that if, it, if it doesn't work out, you get your money back. And then there is a normal case where you have to make it conditional. So, this is what Gemara is asking. Let's say you sold it for a particular cause, but you no longer need the money. How does it be? Can you unravel the sale or not? Toshma coming here. Who gathered this it, it happy the story? There's a person that's up in Adarapapa. sold a property, a parcel of land to a papa. The itzchel is the He needed the money because he was going to buy a few oxen. The sale for itzchel. The end of the sale didn't go ahead. But how did he know that a papa papa gave him back his land. So we see clearly from here that if, if the purpose of the of the sale, whatever the, of the proceeds of the sale, didn't work out, you can get your money back. So the that's no proof. That papa, Maybe that Papa went beyond the letter of the law. That doesn't mean that's the halacha. So Toshma coming here. The hubat right? There was sort of a, there, was a, there was a skyrocketing inflation because there was a shortage of, 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 of vegetables and fruits and, the, and prices went sky high. was and, and people because wheat went crazy prices. People couldn't afford it. So unfortunately, everybody sold their palaces in order to have money to be able to buy food literally the in a couple of days time suddenly appeared full of wheat you know the the, the containers were released and the food and the wheat was filled the market and suddenly the prices dropped dramatically and there's no need anymore for them to sell the houses who the law is every single one of them can get the house back the whole thing was 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 bought was sold on, on, on a on a miss um I guess misapprehension and they finally get their money back so we see clearly from here, what is it clear from here? That if, you, if the cause, if the reason why you're selling it is no longer there, you can get your money back. The sale could fall apart. No, that's not the reason why. Not because there the whole thing was a Mecca What is Not because that um, you you sold it for a cause and you no longer need the money, therefore you could say the sale is off. That's not the reason why. There the whole thing was built, was based on a mekartos. A mekartos. This is what happened. Because what happened was, the glory mills turned out to be the Albe kind It Turned out to be that the ships was, were full of wheat, they're already on the way, but something happened, the, the rivers overflowed, or something, they had to find a, a detour, and it took a few extra days. So, the, no, it's not like... <clears throat> there was no wheat no wheat was coming nothing happened and then suddenly something changed so then we say okay then so that's what happened here the whole thing because if they would have known that the wheat was ready on the way they wouldn't have sold the house they would have waited a couple more days they weren't aware of that so they sold it on mecca toss and because of course that's why it unraveled not because they no longer needed the proceeds for the cause that they wanted and i'll prove it to you the way it actually is part of the answer he said if you're going to make the, the, all the sales fall apart in the future nobody will buy any real estate nobody will buy any real estate in this town because they'll say i'll buy real estate and tomorrow you're going to change your mind They'll say hey the cause is not there and uh, the, you know the, whatever it is and, and the whole sale will fall apart you're, you're in long term you're harming them Amul um, who's from Nachman said back. Otu oh, well, you tell me every day, every second day, there's a famine, or that there's skyrocketing inflation? Amulayin, um, yes, in this particular town, yes, there is. In Erdoi there is It happens very often that there are spikes because for whatever reason, logistics, there's major difficulties in transporting these ships. And it's constantly, this happens. And if you are going to say that any sale that happens during these times is based on an an erroneous uh, knowledge or belief, and therefore the sale falls apart, nobody's ever going to be able to sell a house, even normal circumstances. So what do we see from that language? So, from the language he said, Mishka Shkich is not talking about that. Uh, you know that um, that there was wheat next door, and it wasn't sailing. Nothing happened, and then and then one and they just they brought it over. <clears throat> How often does it happen you're not aware of that's going to come? It, the, what they're talking about here is that he's saying that even though that this was a um, that that uh, this the way that Nachman him talking about it, the ship was already on its way. And the ship was running on its way, and, uh, and, and therefore it's, it's really a mistake because it was already on the way. They just went away because of the detour. And, and therefore, the whole problem here was it was a Mecca cost. They sold it, they sold it on, the, on the misapprehension that there is no wheat coming. In fact, the wheat was right there, just it took a day or two longer than they anticipated. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> but the but, uh, other way, other, and that happens quite often, it seems, in the Hedoy. But the other thing that was wheat, you know, a mile away, and and you know every second Thursday they bring it over. Then how often does that happen that they're not aware that you know on Mondays and Thursdays it's going to come? So therefore, it has nothing to do with your question about where I made a sale for a particular reason. The reason is no longer applicable. Can I get my money back? But the morning concludes. If you sold something, you didn't need the money. This uh, if, you did, if you didn't need money as long as you informed the buyer according to Faces or that people knew that that's the only reason why you're selling it, then the sale um, could be undone and you can get your money back. Mishnah, Almana widow, Bain, Mina, whether she's a widow only from engagement, which means the only thing she's entitled to is a ksuvah. The, the husband does not have to provide, or the husband of the state does not have to provide her food, they never got married. All there is is an outstanding ksuvah. You know, whether, you know, she became a widow after they were married, so there are two outstanding debts. One is the silver, but one is also two, she gets silver, whatever, she can still remain in the property and be taken care of. Is my when she sells the properties in order for them to, to you know, convert it into cash, she doesn't need to go for the rigmarole of the because that takes a long time. And by Muzanus, you don't want to, uh, you know, she can stop. By the time, you know, you organize all the paperwork, the bureaucracy. So we allow her to sell it, not via a bezin, Whether it's Muzanus or whether it's Ksuda, That's the first opinion. However, Rav Shimon, Rav Shimon says, no. Min if if from married widow from marriage, with his also involved. Machedas she labor she can sell, and doesn't require a bezin, even if she's selling for a ksuve, because generally speaking, she also sells from a Aba if she's a widow from erison, the only thing outstanding is a ksuve, so let her wait. Let's go through, the, let's do the proper processes, and let's go through a bezin because there's no food involved and therefore it's not it's not pressing and she can wait he repeats it again the gemara will later ask why and any any time that there's no involved then go through the normal process it takes longer so what's the big deal you wait a little bit longer you know like probate takes a long time says the gemara I understand. I understand why I understand the, the view that she doesn't have to go through a basin and can accelerate the process because uh, she needs food, I understand. Eliminators in my time, what's the logic of the Tanakhama? Why is it that if uh, all it is, is outstanding is aksuva, that we accelerate the process? What's the rush? We have an argument, two opinions. My time, what's the reason? We wanna make it as easy as possible you know, we actually have two competing, you know, expressions in the Gemara. One is that we want to please the woman; we want to make it as easy as possible. That if things don't go right, that they're taken care of, so that they should be they should be interested in getting married. So, if you're, we're trying to find favor in the eyes of a woman that the woman should find in favor to want to get married because they know they'll be taken care of. So that's why we say that even though she's only got engaged, you turn to widow. Let's not make a big, you know, a big ordeal out of the Ksuba. It's straightforward. Let us sell the property. That's one view, and the you know the competing idea is that we uh, sometimes we say that you know she's happy. We had a few times already. She doesn't really care so much. She's so, so picky in who she marries. She's just happy to be married and have company. So we have like two different competing ideas. Oh dear, Rabbi says the reason why, even though she's only engaged, why? Because we understand that the husband himself. Would have been preferred that we just allow it, you know, under the radar, don't make a big deal out of it, let her sell the properties because you don't want her to be humiliated, have to stand in front of the besden and go through that whole process. So, then we're, 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 we're at, I guess, we're, we're working out what the husband would prefer. So, my benay, what's the difference these two reasons? We're talking about a widow from from Aresin. What's the difference of the reason is because we want to find, you know, that she should be interested in getting married in the future, make it as easy as possible, or she shouldn't be humiliated. So, it be very simple. What happens she was divorced she was divorced she's entitled to a ksuvah. and um and, and her husband's dead what happens then and then he died what happens then so, we want women generally to be happy to get married this should be too difficult So, because she's divorced we it's a general rule we want to make it as easy as possible for women so that they should be able to you know, receive their ksuvah and be interested in getting married again the whole reason is because the husband doesn't want her, his wife to be humiliated, so even though they just engage his fiance, uh, we say, you know, let's accelerate the process, but when it comes to the divorce wife, you think he cares? He doesn't care if she gets humiliated, so then in that case, if she's a divorcee, if according to Rabbi um, Eichanan, she would have to go through the process and go through a Mishnah. Grusha, like Timkur We learned that a Grusha divorcee should not sell. It says in the Mishnah that a divorcee should not sell only in front of a bezin, only for a bezin. Now, it says clearly a Grusha only for a bezin. Now, so now remember, I mean, we just made it, we just said the argument of Ulan Abirchen would be whether a Grusha has to go through the process or not. So basically, the whole reason is because you don't want your wife to be humiliated. So we understand. A Grusha. You don't care if she gets humiliated, so she has to go through the normal. If, if a lender wants to seize a property or sell a property to get his money back, he has to go through a process. He has to go through a bezin. So, Leich doesn't care. But if the one who says that it's because of chein, then as we said before, a divorcee also needs chein. so we should accelerate the process for her. Why does the Mishnah say that she has to go through the bezin? Says, the author of, of that Mishnah is Rab Shimon. And Rab Shimon is the one who says, This is the next Mishnah on this page. And Rab Shimon, our Mishnah, is the one who says that only Aksuba, um, um, what do you call it, that only Mazainus, you accelerate process. But he says, If she's only engaged, we don't accelerate the process. So Grusha, that's Rab Shimon. Says the Gemara, E Rab Shimon, and if Rab Shimon, and why does he have to repeat himself? He already told us in the in the mission we just learned now that if a, if a woman is only is only engaged, she's not entitled to sell the properties because k'suvah can wait. So what are you telling me that a divorcee cannot um, sell the the the, the, uh, the properties for k'suvah only through a bezel? We already know that principle from our mission. Why you have to reiterate it in the next mission? Tell him or no. There's a difference between. An engaged woman. Abshimon in our mission just tells us that a woman is engaged, there's no misinus involved, therefore it's only a Xuda. She can wait, go through the whole process. But we would have thought that Abshimen would nevertheless make a distinction between a woman who just engaged with his nominus or a woman who was married and even though there's no and divorced now, even though there's no mazainus. It's very different. And we were thinking like this. She doesn't really have any relationship with her husband, just merely engaged. And therefore, if, if you know, if even if she finds it a bit difficult to get a how often does it happen? And you know, she didn't really live with the guy at all. So uh, it, it's not going to in any way um prevent women or or discourage women from going to get married. However, Grusha, the chen yedav, a woman who was married and things didn't work out. If, it, if he if it difficult to, to, um, to sell property together, it will um, discourage women from getting married. Um, the Navish much more chen involved. Maybe <speaking> in <Hebrew> Shimon agrees that you know what, even for a Grusha, let's sell the process. That's why the Rabshiman had to mention in this mission as well. So Sab Shimon, according to Ulus Sabshim, about it's in our mission itself. The Mishnah adds a few words. The Mishnah concludes. The concludes. And if any way, where there's no Mishnah, you have to go through the process of a bezin. What's he adding with that case? Isn't he trying to add a woman who is divorced? That a woman is divorced, and uh, she still um, she has to go through the whole bezin. That already is coming to tell you that a woman is divorced has to go through a business to sell the property. So what's the, so what's this Mishnah saying here that a grusha shouldn't sell only in a bezin? Sounds like Rabbi Eichinen is right that um, that uh, because we don't care okay if she gets humiliated. So it goes, it goes, it goes to everybody. So he, my love, she, grusha. You know why Rabbi Shimon has those words? Not to include a, a grusha. That that for that he needs our Mishnah here. What's he adding the words there that any woman that does not receive provisions, uh, she should then sell properties for a through a bezin. Comes to include a case where there is a suffix where she is divorced. In other words, if somebody, her husband, threw a divorce to her, and it's questionable whether it's closer to her, or closer to him, then the, the divorce disappeared, and now she cannot. While the husband is alive, the fact is she cannot get remarried. Because it's a questionable whether she's divorced or not. So because the whole the husband is holding her back, he has to continue giving mzaynas to her. He has to continue giving provisions. <inaudible> <inaudible> that the husband has to continue um giving misaillas only while he's alive. And our mission comes to tell you Nothing. that as long as the husband's alive, he has to continue giving her. Business. The moment the husband dies, in other words, the moment there's no longer any because the husband died, then it doesn't really, even though it's only a suffolk, she's divorced, but now definitely she's a widow, she's no longer entire, uh, she's no longer, what do you call, uh, it doesn't matter whether she's a suffolk divorced, or not, she's now a widow. So, um, But because she's a suffolk, the question you might think, she should be able to continue getting food from the estate, because maybe maybe she wasn't divorced, she's just an ordinary widow, and every widow continues getting sustenance from the, from the estate. And he tells you, no, once the husband is dead, now we go to the heirs, the onus is on her to prove that she was only a widow, not a divorcee. And that's what the mission is coming to tell you, that only if they get can they excel the process, but this woman here, since she will no longer get mezunahs because she doesn't know whether she's a divorcee or just a widow, therefore, she has to go through the whole rigmarole, going through a vessel. So Toshma coming here. Shame, Bezen, just like she can sell without going through the Bezen, so too her inheritors and heirs can sell without going through the Bezen. The Bishleim makes sense. According to the opinion, it makes sense according to the one who says, because a person does not want to humiliate his wife. The question is we're assuming that the ones, um, um, uh, if we're assuming that. Um, a, a woman dies she, her sons will inherit her. and this and here it says just like she does not have to go through a peasant so too her children do not have to go through a peasant they can sell the property straight away and 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 collect their mother's ksuda. so so he just like he doesn't want to see his wife go through the whole process he doesn't want the wife's children also to go through the whole process it makes sense the one says he's worried that we're worried that the women should be interested in getting married, so yesheh my the sons, what, what, what are you worried about here? When it comes to the sons, we should say, hey, you guys have to go through the process and go through a beset. So, who told you there were sons here? So Ula is going to have to answer. a daughter, she only had a daughter, and therefore we don't want her, um, and, and therefore there is chen involved. So we have the argument of Ula Rabbi Yechina, as to why the Tana says, that even though she's only engaged, she can accelerate the process. So the argument whether we're trying to make sure that women are interested in getting married, don't make it too difficult for them, or because we don't have to be humiliated. Next, Mishnah. And this Mishnah going to have the argument if she, only received, if she only received a partial payment of a ksuvah, what happens to the mazaynas? Does she still get taken care of or not? Mishnah. she sold a ksuvah. If she sold a ksuvah, or part of it, or Mishkin or Ksuvasa, let's say she took, um, she took the Ksuva and gave it away as security, I mikasa part of it, not she gave or donated her ksuva to someone else. I a part of it, like Timka's a shar, Ella Bebezin. That's it. She not she loses, she forfeits uh, her member of Shimon says. That once she no longer collects any, uh, any more mzainis, any more food, then it's only a ksuva, she has to go to a bezin. This is Tanakama's Rabshimin, and Shimon holds that if you got a part of your ksuva, you're no longer entitled to musainas. If you're no longer entitled to musainas, then you want to sell uh, assets to cover your ksuva, you have to go to a bezin. However, the Chachamim disagree. They say... That as long as he did not receive your full entitlement of your you're still entitled to receive provisions, she can sell as, as even four or five times. And, and she um, and she can not a problem. Why? Because she's still entitled to Musainas, and therefore she can sell. Properties to cover mazenas, even though she got three quarters of the paid out already, she's still entitled to mazenas, and therefore she can accelerate the process and no bezin. The kaseves le mazenas mecharti, and then she writes on the document this property that I sold, I sold for mazenas. We're ready for them. What's well, yesterday's gemara, which we will come through soon. Whether it's a good advice or that's the halacha, we'll see. The grusha, and this is what we just learned to before in the gemara, a grusha like Timkut el of a bezin. But a divorcee should not sell her ksuva only in a bezin. Only, only in front of a bezin, we said it could be this Rabshimin or it could be this Tanakama according to Rabbi objection. Because you don't care if she gets humiliated or not. So therefore, only through a bezin. Mishnah. Gemara. Masdis man in Rabshimini. Who's the author of our Mishnah? Rabshimin. Good, why? Because Rabshimin is the one who says the Tanakamah this Mishnah. He's the one who says that if you're not collecting Mizainis, only ksuva, you have to go to a bezin. The Tanya Machrek and it says also in, in, in a browser, that she sold the gave it as a Mashkin. <laughs> she gave it and it said that this should be security. If <laughs> You have to collect, you'll collect from here. she forfeits her um She says you say you have to sell the entire the Tanna says the Targ I say that even if you only sold part of the Yeksumah, half of it of the Mazonisa. Once you got partial payment of the you lose your rights from Mazonis. So the what does it see from here? I can only conclude that Abshimen holds the law We do not say kol We don't say that if you still owed some of the money, it's as if you still owed the time money. We don't say that if half the ksuba still owed to you, it's as if the entire is still owed to you, and therefore you're entitled to receive misignas. We don't say that part is as if it's the whole. <clears throat> we don't say that. And the Tanakama obviously says you do that if um, you still owed half the ksuvah. It's as if you still owed the entire ksuvah, and you're entitled to moseyness. And we have a problem with that. And the Rabban hold that, I mean, we do say, mixes that if you have your part of the money, it's as if you're owed the entire money. And the problem is, We learned elsewhere exactly the opposite. We had this in the Mari And this is regarding a koin godul. A koin godl could only marry a psula. Could only marry a psula. So it says here, tanyu, the nebrais, who It says in the passage that a koyin godel can only marry a woman, bipsuleha. And the fact that it says bipsuleha will come back to because it could just said isha psula. It's an extra uk at the end, uh, you, you know, u to the end, and there's an extra base in the prefix, as we'll see. Prat le This comes to exclude a baygetis. What happens that if she's losing? Uh, she's 12 and a half years old, and she lost some of the psalm. She, she retained some psalm, but she lost some. Rav Meir says, we don't say that having some of the psalm is as if she has all the psalm. We don't say part is as if you have the whole, and therefore the kind of the cannot marry her. However, Rav allah and Rabbi Shimon, and the key thing here is Rav Shimon, Makhshidim bebegedes. says that if she uh, begedes, part, part of begedes, part psalm, it's as if all the psalm are still there. Says the Gemara, So, so the a question here. Rabb says that if you only have part of psulim, it's like you have all the psulim and all right. And by us by the Ksavda, he says that if you're owed part of the ksuvah, it's not like you're owed the entire Ksavda and you forfeit your mezainus. What's going on here? Says the Gemara, "Don't bring here psulim because there we're basing everything on a pasuk." What's the story? Hossam, b'kroy pligik. There they're arguing on a pasuk this is how it works. Nothing, it's a technicality here. This is how it works. the word psula itself, if it hadn't it, it just said the word psula without the extra prefix and suffix, a mix I would have said that even if you have if you have some of the psulum, it's all right. <clears throat> then it says it has a suffix there, that extra you her psulum. What's it coming to add? add the it's coming to limit. No, you have to have the, all your absulim in order to be, to be able to marry her. Then it says, so that's it. That's why I made a whole that you have to have all the absulim in order to, to marry her only as part. It's not good enough. Bibsule, what's the base in the front? That only bikidarka, if she had relations with another person, only if it was a conventional way, in, then she's forbidden to coin god. She'll like it darker, but if it was not conventional way, then like she's not forbidden to claim God. So bottom line is the basis for meyer or the Tanakami is because of this Pasek. And i Shivan also arguing on how to read the Pasek, but they learned just the opposite. So I mean, they the word psula itself would mean shleimash. Psula means all the Psulam are still there. B'suleha, by saying psuleha, the extra suffix, it teaches you that it comes to not to exclude but to include. I feel a mix of some, even if some of them are there, that's good enough. Then it says, Bit the extra base, we believe it's not coming to be lenient, coming to be strict. She yamin. We need that all the should be in existence. And it makes no difference. She had relations with a person. I don't care if it's conventional way and the non conventional way. She can no longer live with the coin So, <clears throat> Um, uh, he eats just along the way now. A woman, the tofs are cost of the cash of us, she grabbed a hold of a silver becher as security or as payment for her. Ksula. But the thing was, let's say the silver was $200, the becher was only worth a hundred, so it was only a part payment. So she demanded, I only got part of my silver, like the Tanakama in our Mishnah, I'm entitled to uh, as the came for he told he told the Yusim, he instructed them, Zilu Havala go ahead and provide food for her. the we don't follow Rabshiman the Amar who says, We don't follow him and says that we um, that we don't say part that you owed part of the k'suvah is as if you still owed the entire ksuvah. We don't we don't follow Rabshim. We hold that if you're owed part of the k'suvah, you still owed, it's as if you're owed the entire Suva, and she's entitled to mazainus So this ends today's